Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 18 of Back to Square One. We are your lovely hosts, Derek and Carmen. Welcome back. I think we could just jump right into it for this one. It's been a very exciting week. You're not even going to tell everyone that I got COVID. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there just because I still am. You still sound like you have COVID. Yeah, yeah. So if throughout the episode you hear me like sniffing or like coughing with a lot of phlegm, I apologize in advance. Yeah. I just know there's a lot of uh, disease and bacteria floating around and this part of the room yeah. but i did already isolate which is another reason why this episode is uh recorded a day before it's supposed yeah to this be is coming <laughs> this is coming out tomorrow at noon yeah we didn't get to record last week because i got covid and um so we're making up for it today so yeah let's jump right into it wait did you uh were you worried at all with the baby i was like it's it i mean do we have time to go into details how much details do you need? Okay, it's not okay. So basically, Eden got it first, uh-huh. and he got it from someone on his. He believes someone on his hockey team got it, and then like five days later, that's when he started feeling symptoms. Okay. But as soon as he started feeling symptoms, like I literally locked him in his room, like sealed all the vents. You know, <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. And I was hoping that I wouldn't get it. Uh-huh. Yes, for the baby's sake, but also I was just like for pride. Yeah, like I still haven't had it. I was like, you know what? I can get through this pandemic without getting it, even though I knew... Eventually you get it? Yeah, everyone would would get it eventually. Um, But yeah, and then literally the next morning I got it. And we already like didn't sleep together that night. But obviously, you know, I was exposed. But the baby, I mean, I wasn't really too concerned because I do have a lot of um, pregnant friends like Rosanna who also had it like a week before me. And she said it wasn't that bad, so... The hardest thing right now is just because I still don't feel very obvious kicks from him. So I'm like, uh, are you okay? Right. Like, are you in there? But are you supposed to be feeling it right now? Uh, anytime now. Like, I do feel mm. little, you, they say like little flutters at first, little bubbles. And I do feel that sometimes, but it's not like... Obvious. An obvious kick, yeah. So. Right. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm much better now. It took like five days. Um, but it was very mild. Like, you know how when you had it, you said... Okay, when I had it, I didn't feel a single thing. I wouldn't have known I had it. If Why, why did you get tested again? Because oh, me and Richie were exposed to someone who had it at dinner. Yes. And then we both took a rapid, came back negative. Yes. And I just wanted to be extra safe. I didn't feel anything. The rapid was negative. And I said, fuck it, let me take a PCR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then you ended up being positive. But you were never positive. symptomatic. No, zero. I literally nothing so Derek always like tries to deny that he ever actually had it yeah I think the government <laughs> made a mistake <laughs> to be honest but you know it is what it is you know all right anyway so if I start you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's kind of gross so I'll, tur- I'll turn away no I'm good I'm good it's just an hour okay we'll figure it out okay I kind of like this voice though it's very like raspy I very like uh you gotta do the croak like, yeah uh, uh. <laughs> um but it's been an exciting week we uh i lo- i launched for you <laughs> <laughs> sorry so yeah, yeah it has been, it's been an exciting week for me yeah um you launched i posted a clip from last week yes searching for my dream girl at peter and richmond yes 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 for those who following uh who follow our tiktok and 
the video did did okay it didn't it didn't like go crazy viral or anything but right. it was just hilarious to see the reactions that started to come in the community that started to build around finding uh the love of my life and <laughs> everyone's invested everyone's like, invested trying to find her <laughs> There was like a girl like, oh, I'm from Utah. This has popped up on my FYP, but wish you the best of luck. You know, people were commenting on like, uh, oh, you know, commenting. So, you know, the, the the algorithm pushes this video. You know, hopefully she sees it. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, it's just a, it was such a like a heartwarming thing yeah. where it was like, like, damn, you know, strangers on the Internet, you know, really do care and, and want to help out. And it's cool, um, which kind of. So I was working on this hypothesis before. You know, I have like many hypotheses in my brain. Yes. Um, <laughs> you have many. <laughs> many. A lot of free time. But um, one of the hypotheses that I have or had is um, I think we all have superpowers. Oh, I've never heard this one before. Okay. I know. This is brand new. I told you this is a fresh out the lab. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> I think we all have superpowers. And even though I can still benefit on my communication skills. Mm -hmm. I think communication is one of my superpowers because I'm willing to, when I, when I am willing to engage in it, I engage in it fully. Mm -hmm. Right. So what this clip showed me was with it going viral, with it doing what it did, um, it showed that communication is a superpower because like a, a day or two later, when I woke up the next morning after posting the clip, Andre was like, yo, my sister who works at Aritzia, um, her and all the girls are fully invested. They're posting it on their work chat. They're, they're looking for this girl because the Aritzia office is nearby uh, Peter and Richmond. And then there was another girl from Aritzia who DM'd the Back to Square One account. She's like, oh, I think this, the girl you're looking for is so-and-so. Da-da-da-da-da. With, like, with like a video of her? So no video yet. Okay. No video yet, but she she kind of messaged me and she she showed me some screenshots of the Aritzia girl group chat which I showed you. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, they were like, oh, blah 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 is the, probably the girl you're looking for. Everyone you know? was like, oh, it must be her. Yeah, everyone was like, it must be her. Like, it has to be her. She's that height. She, she always, loves black. She, she always wears black. black. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so once once I had the name, I was like, I went back to Andre. I was like, yo, can you message your sister? And ask her to send me a photo of this girl. Send me her like on Instagram. Yeah. And then the word that got traveled back to me was, she was like, "Tell him I'm taken. Tell him I don't have Instagram. Tell she, him that like she didn't want to be revealed. She didn't want to be revealed. But someone the other day tagged us on TikTok. Uh huh. You know, uh, hey, back to square one. Is this the girl you're looking for? So that's the same girl. I think it's the same girl. I think it's the girls within the Aritzia office community. Okay. Shout out to shout out to all you guys, by the way. Um, and they were showing her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a quick little glimpse of her, and unfortunately, it wasn't her. But uh, it's been a a journey. It's been an interesting. Yeah, the first 24 hours, I was like refreshing like every like 10 minutes. I, I was commenting back to everyone to get the algorithm going. Like, let's, <laughs> let's get this video popping, you know? It, it just proves to show that like t the power of TikTok. Mm -hmm. Because a video like that on say Instagram or... Would do know, nothing. Would do nothing. Even yeah. like Facebook back then when that was popping. Like now you can literally find someone by just posting a video. Mm-hmm. For good and for bad. Like people, you know, like um, 
those Karen videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. people get canceled and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you didn't find her. Unfor- <laughs> unfortunately, no. I, from the video that was tagged for us on uh, the video that we were mentioning on TikTok, asking, "Hey, is this her?" Mm-hmm. It didn't look like her. Um, I think that's the girl that everyone was saying, "Oh, it's blah 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 blah." Um, and if it is, then no, it's not her. Mm. So uh, good try. You're still out there, my love. <laughs> I mean, it's still not too late. <laughs> too late, too late for what? That video could still go. Oh out. yeah, maybe. We'll, maybe we'll see. We'll yeah, see. We'll, we'll, see. See. we'll see. Are you still going to that intersection and chilling at coffee shops? No, I can't do that anymore because I recently went on some other dates. Oh. And I feel. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Literally, I've been away for one week, sick with COVID, and now this guy has a girlfriend. <laughs> okay, it's not a girlfriend, but it's someone that, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to. <laughs> okay, tell me more. So, the past Friday, uh-huh. and this, this goes back to Andre too. So, Andre's girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. We've been going out with her and, and her group of friends recently. Yeah. And there was one girl in their group of friends that I was like, oh, you know, every time we see each other at a bar, she's she's friendly, she's she's cute. Let's let's, let's grab drinks. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we've been talking, and we ended up uh, deciding on Friday night to go grab drinks. Okay, that was this fr- this last this the past, past Friday. Friday. Yeah, just okay. like four days ago. Okay. I pick her up. She she lives outside of the city. We go back downtown. We go grab some food and some drinks. We go to uh, Han Moto. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Han Moto? I know where it is. We yeah. tried going and yeah, it was yeah, really packed. Yeah, yeah, it was packed. Um, we went to Han Moto, had some really good food, had some really good drinks. And then we walk over to Bar Mordecai. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be, I feel, I thought it was going to be a chill night. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say what up to Maggie over there. I walk in and so do you know DJ Baby U? No. So DJ Baby U is a DJ friend of mine. He, he DJed for Offset and the Migos. He DJ. He was Young Jeezy's main DJ. He's oh, wow. a DJ on Flow 93.5. Is he from Toronto? He's from Toronto originally, but then he moved to Atlanta. And I think he's between Atlanta and LA and in the US, really. Okay. But he was in there throwing a party. So I was like, holy fuck, everyone's in here. We're going to turn up. We're going to drink, you know? So I'm sitting at the bar with my date. You know, we end up drinking some more. Uh, we're chatting. Uh, Maggie introduces me some friends as, as they come and go because we're sitting by the bar in front of her um, and then there was like a 20 minute time period and this is probably around midnight where my date goes downstairs to go to the bathroom at Bar Mordecai yeah. and they have like a photo booth set up for the party downstairs yeah. and she doesn't come up for like 10-20 minutes and then when she comes back up things feel a bit different Okay. and then she's like Derek I, f- I met I made some friends downstairs and they they gave me a lot of drinks. Okay. Okay, so then I'm like, okay, if you're if you're feeling really was she gone for a long time? She was gone for like 10, 20 minutes. Okay. But uh, up until this point, it felt really normal. It felt like we're just talking, we're just having drinks. Right. Like it was like a nice day. Sorry. So she disappeared for twenty minutes and then she came back up and then it was like she was drunk. The vibe was different. Yeah, she's she's on her phone. She's like texting up a storm. Oh, she's not even, like, focused on your date anymore. Yeah, and then she's like, I don't feel good. We got to go. Like, uh, I'm like, yeah, I can drive you home, you know. You don't, you, you don't feel good, you know, so it's okay. And then, um, you know, we leave. I, we get back in the car. I, I start 
getting ready to drive her. And then like five minutes into the ride, she's like, pull over, pull over. She opens up my door. She's yakking out the side of the door. Right. And then I'm like, okay, you know, are you okay? You know, she, she finishes puking, closes the door. We end up going back to outside of Toronto, drop her off. She, at this point on the way to, uh, on the way to her home, she's been like FaceTiming everyone. Like she wasn't even talking to you. She was like in the car FaceTiming She was just like at that point where, when drunk people are kind of like belligerent, where she doesn't know who she's with. Like she's, she was just FaceTiming everyone. She's like, I'm really drunk. Someone come get me. Oh, she was calling all of her friends. Her friends are like, it's a Friday night. They're at their own parties and they're like, yo, like. And then I'm like letting them know, like, no, don't worry, I'm dropping her home. She's just drunk and just FaceTime. I don't know. I don't know why she's causing all this commotion and you know sending out an Amber Alert. Yeah, yeah. So we finally get to her house. She's sitting on her front steps. She's like puking and like out of it again. Were you drunk? I was okay. Okay. I was okay. And then, and then she realizes she doesn't have her keys. Mm. Does she live alone? She lives with her parents. Oh. And this is yeah. This is like around 1 a.m. She's like, don't worry, my, you know, so-and-so's going to bring the keys over. I'm like, okay. And I'm literally like holding her hair and she's like nodding off. And she's like, at this point, she's also like screaming out loud. She's also screaming. Oh my God. Derek, you know, I only drank so much because I like you. <gasps> like literally like there's neighbors and it's like 1 a.m. Like, why are you screaming? Like, just chill. And it was just such a like 180 moment of... We're just having some drinks. We met some friends. Did you drink a lot before with her? We had a couple shots at Hanmoto, a couple drinks there. Went to Bar Mordecai, a couple more shots, a couple more drinks. Mm. But I think it was when she went downstairs to the photo booth. She was like, oh, all these these white girls gave me a bunch of shots. Da, 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 da. Mm. Yeah, so I think she was already kind of at her limit, and then that took her over. pushed her over, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. So she went to that party not knowing anybody there. Was, yeah, she didn't know anybody. She only knew you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Did her parents come out? No, so, and then I, I eventually just got sick of it, and I'm like, fuck. You left her? No, I didn't, I didn't fucking oh leave her. <laughs> I was like, let me just open your door. Let's see it's a... I, I turn the knob, the thing swings wide open. I'm like, oh dude, your my. fucking door is open. Get your ass inside. How long did this commotion like? I don't know. Oh my god. Maybe like gosh. we were outside for like 15, 20 minutes. Oh man. Have you talked to her since? Yeah, the next day she was like, I don't remember anything. What happened? I'm like, yeah, don't worry. You're okay. You're good. Oh. <laughs> okay. And then? And then, so it's like around 1 a.m. I'm like, fuck, I need to drive back into the city anyways. Let me just say, let me go, let me go back to the bar and just hang out with Maggie and the, the, the people that you I know there. You went back? I went back into the bar. After what, like dropping her off at 1 a.m.? After dropping her off. This, so this is, this goes back to the last episode. This is such the, a downtown thing. This is the benefits of living in the city. Oh I'm like, gosh. I need to go back downtown in the, anyways. So let me just swing by the bar until closing. Yeah, I would never do that. <laughs> but it was also because during... So the way I, the way I like to classify it is I went on two dates that night. Yeah. When I was on the first date with the girl that got drunk, there was also a girl that Maggie introduced me to that I felt like she was sending me vibes. And this was the first time you met her too? First time I met her, we just shook hands. I was like, oh yeah, you know, this is so-and-so, my, my date tonight. You know what I mean? She, she knew what was going on. She knew you were on a date. She knew I was on a date. She knew I was friends with Maggie. And then, you know I mean? It's just kind of like a quick interaction. Right. But I was like, yo, let me just go back. I'll hang out with Maggie. Maybe this girl's still there. Uh-huh. Who knows? She was still there. We end up talking more. We end up like 
just like catching a good vibe. And then we decide to go eat afterwards. We we talk in the car. We eat till it's like three four a.m. Oh, just you and her. Just me and her. Oh wow. Just okay. me and her. So this is the second date of the same of the night. Second date of the same night. Yeah. So we <laughs> leave the bar. We we talk in the car. We go eat. She ends up coming over to uh, to my place. We talk until like six a.m. when the sun starts coming out, and I drive her drive her home. And it felt like a long ass night, but <laughs> because you went on two dates. Two dates, but it felt like so so interesting. So, it was just like yeah. It was very seamless. It was like, soup next. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was very it's almost seamless. like two separate nights. Yeah, it's almost like two separate nights, if you will. <laughs> um, yeah, and then that's been uh, that's been my weekend. Just uh, understanding all of that. That was all just this past Friday. Yeah. Like a couple days ago. Yeah, a couple days ago. And wait, so you're are you seeing this girl then? I'm seeing her again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you seen her after the Friday? Yeah, I saw her because we went to AMPM afterwards. Oh, Saturday. On Saturday, on Saturday. Saturday yeah. And at like 2 a.m. when we were leaving and I was kind of tipsy, I was like, can I see you? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so it was, a, it, was a, it was a thing. It was a very interesting thing. But back to my point of communication being a superpower. Yeah. Okay. Last summer, I went on a date and I told you this is probably the first time a girl has ever ghosted me yeah do you remember remind me she was the she had her own yes. makeup beauty company yes yes very successful very pretty yes um we had we had went on two dates yeah but both of the dates i didn't feel fully comfortable she she would always be like oh let's go hang out with my friends or where are your friends let's go hang out with them but I'm like, on a date, aren't you supposed to hang, want to hang out one-on-one? Don't you want to get to know me? Yeah, like, let's get to know each other. Each other, yeah. So I was always very, like, like weary of it. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on here? Like, why do you want to hang out, but want to hang out with other people? Mm-hmm. Right? So I didn't really... I feel like in a normal situation, I would have communicated more with her. But because I was really thrown off, I didn't really like what was going on and I didn't really know how to just jive with the situation. I didn't, I didn't communicate properly. So I kind of left her, left her alone for like a week and then I messaged her again and then there was no response. So in my mind, I feel like that happened because I didn't use what I should have used. Yeah. Like, like I have access to an ability where we can communicate. Why do not I not communicate? And why did we, we we end up in a situation where someone gets ghosted? The next time I see her, it might be awkward if I run into her in the city. Um, like, why did that situation come about? And as I felt like it was on me because I didn't communicate that I wasn't feeling the vibes exactly the way they were. Oh. If that makes sense. So that it came off as if you weren't that interested. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it came off to her. If it came off like, oh, this guy's just a fuck boy. He goes on two dates with me, doesn't message me for a week. Because uh, um, you actually were very interested. I was interested. But I also... Like the vibe was a bit off. Mm. Does that makes sense? Yeah, yeah. But because of certain things of like... The fact that she was like the first uh, Cantonese girl I went on a date with. And I think maybe ever. Or a long ass time. Mm-hmm. 
that you kind of like vibed with. Yeah, that it really. She, she led like a similar lifestyle. Yeah, there was a lot of on paper. There was a lot of connection. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I and I could see the potential of the chemistry and and where it was gonna go and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But then there were certain actions that were taken, and I was like, oh, I don't really vibe with this. And I just didn't know how to get that across. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find that like? <sighs> okay. I don't know how to say this. You are the kind of person who writes people off very easily, easily. based on maybe one thing. And in the past, maybe you wouldn't communicate that was the reason. And you would just kind of like come off as not being interested. Whereas now you find that it's a little bit easier for you to let people know like these are the reasons why and then like actually communicate it out or are you still the same? I'm actually a lot better with communicating to dates. Why? Like I'll tell them straight up, you know, I just don't feel that this is the specific connection that I'm looking for. Uh-huh. It was, you know, it was a great time getting to know you, you know, and then leave it at that. Yeah. Like you don't ghost people. Yeah. I don't ghost them. No, yeah. but with, friends or with certain people that i'm working with where it's like we already kind of have a relationship and then if you in chinese it would be like doctor mm. what does that mean in english uh you like might you, like you, uh, like insult someone not you insult but like if you do something towards disrespect me disrespect or like you mean it might be awkward in the future like you don't want to cut the tie no 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 i'm saying with certain friends i'm a bit more bit bit less understanding and i just cut it without explanation oh yeah which is really weird. yeah oh interesting i thought it would have been the opposite it was it's like when when we weren't talking i just you just knew that mm. i was mad and i wasn't talking but you didn't right 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 right, right? That's so strange. And with dates, you feel like you owe it to them to explain why. Well, because with, with friends, it's like I put you on a higher expectation. You should have known. Oh, like I'm mad at you. I'm not talking to you. I know. You it's, should it's, know it's, it's very why. feminine. It's, it's <laughs> such a feminine, <laughs> such feminine behavior of me. But yes. No, it just it just felt like, I don't know. Maybe there's more investment in it. And I'm just kind of like, that's the easiest way for me to pull out. I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's just a more difficult conversation to have. And I haven't figured out how to have those conversations. Yeah. It's funny because like right before we started this podcast, I was saying how you're just like, you're you, once you've made up your mind about something, that's it. Right. Like, I don't think anyone can talk you out of a decision you've made already made up already in your mind about someone. So like, let's say this week, you can be like, oh my God, that girl, we had so much connection. We talked till 6 a.m. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. this and this and that. And like, I think until the day that you, that I meet her <laughs> and I see you like holding hands with her, you know, like I always just take these dates that you go on or the people that you like, quote unquote. With a grain of salt. Yeah, definitely with a grain of salt because next week, they might, you might have discovered something about them and it's very easy for you to just be like, oh yeah, no, I, I don't feel it anymore. Do you find that? I, I, I do and I know why. Uh-huh. This is what makes me really good at, at my job, at photography, at 
marketing, at design, at branding, like everything that I do for Schedule 35, everything I do for Mariner Agency. Yeah. I'm very good at spotting the negative in things. Mm. This is not good here. We should cut this out. This needs to be shorter. This section is not good. This 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 wording is not good. This mm. I'm very good at spotting that. I know what I don't like. And as soon as that appears to me, with a person, it's so it's so hard to change. Right? With with um, with a marketing asset, with an image, it's very easy to get, get rid of. But with a person, it just feels like this is who you are. I'll just find someone new. I'm in my mind. It's like I'm gonna keep cycling through people until I find the perfect variation of a person that has everything. That's gonna be so hard. I know. That is so hard. <laughs> You know, I'm not saying it's right. I know it's wrong, but that's the way my mind is. And I understand that. Mm. So I'm trying to work with it somehow. Are there apps? Is there absolutely no room for like compromise in your, in your brain? No, there's definitely room. But you almost, it but, almost I, but I believe that the right person exists. No, I, okay, I believe that the right person exists, but I also believe the right person th- makes you not care about those things. You know, right. So, f- for instance, my ex girlfriend, the most recent ex, mm-hmm. she actually had hooked up with someone that I was friends with, uh, right? Before you, before me. Okay. And in my mind, I was always one of those people like, "Yo, if you've hooked up with one of my friends, I can't date you. It's just yeah. weird. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be on my mind." Right. But then when I was dating her, I I couldn't care less about that. Mm. I don't care about those things. Right, right, right. right? And, and I only realized that after after I gave it a shot. So I understand that, yes, that was something I, I couldn't have compromised on before. Right. But having gone through it, I realized the right person will, you don't, you just won't care about those stuff. Right, those right, right. I see. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> well, we'll see. You'll let me know next week. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to segue this, this communication thing. Yes into a movie that we both saw recently yes which is called everything everywhere all at once yes go watch it guys it's so good well it, okay we might have some spoiler alerts we'll, we'll try not oh, to yeah, no. spoil it too much oh really well i want to talk about it a little bit i want to talk about it like a lot <laughs> well yeah okay then there are there are gonna, there be, are gonna be spoiler alerts but, but okay it's a movie honestly where even if we spoil it it, it doesn't matter because it's we're gonna talk if you've never watched it we're gonna talk about things that you're gonna be like what the yeah it makes no sense (laughs) yeah until you watch it until you watch it and it's such a it's i think it's one of the best movies ever made ever (laughs) it tackles so many things in such a such a wild concept yes that makes that is so absurd but it makes so much sense Yeah, yeah yeah but um Okay, so I went into it not having any expectations. All I knew was you saying, you were like, go watch it. It's so good. We need to talk about it. You know, and I was like, okay. Usually, I will say, Derek gives really good movie recommendations, TV show recommendations. Anything he tells me to watch, I will usually watch because he's never led me astray. Mm. We went to watch it on Sunday and literally like, after I came out of that movie and I was like, what the fuck did you make me watch? Like, it was good, but it was just, like, such a mind, like, mind fuck. Because it was, yeah, like, so much in, like, the span of two hours. Yeah, so <laughs> the movie, just give a quick synopsis. The movie follows 
I guess a typical Asian immigrant family that moved to America. Yes. They own a small little laundromat. They're kind of struggling and it you see the dynamics of uh, an overworked mom who's the business owner of the laundromat. You see her relationship with her husband who helps her out with the laundromat. Um, her relationship with her daughter, uh, her grandparents and, and all that, all that kind of basically has like Asian stuff, immigrant stuff, mother, daughter, stuff, mother, daughter, stuff, couple stuff. Uh, and then there's that relationship with like her and her dad. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's just like a lot of, there's a lot of relatable relationships that you instantly can Oh my God, I, I feel like I've been one of these things. For sure. Especially as like a immigrant, you know, Asian, Asian American or Canadian person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did you think it was about? Like what? Wait, what do you mean? What this, It was really obvious what it was about. Okay. So the absurd part of this whole, like, okay, the, the, big, the part that you just described sounds like any other movie. Any other movie. The absurd thing is that the multiverse stuff. So so the <laughs> idea in the movie is that every decision you make spawns off a new reality. Yes. If I was late today to come to re this record this podcast, our topic, what, what we'd be talking about right now would be completely different. Yeah. Right? But if you stretch that out in a vast timeline from when you were a kid, you could have been a million things, right? If yes. you picked up you know, uh, a pencil and a piece of paper and then all of a sudden in another reality, you're an artist, you're a drawer. Yes. Right? If you decided to go play basketball with your friends that day, then you would have turned into an NBA superstar. Yeah. So the movie really just touches on the infinite potential of our lives. Yes. And how every action really does make a difference. Yes. Right? So you take that, that's one thing. And then if you look at it from, look at it from the daughter's perspective who not to spoil it, but is the villain in the movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> Major I mean, spoiler. I mean, okay. you, you figure it out. Like, yeah, you it's, see it's not, it in like the a, trailer. Yeah, it's not a big yeah, thing. Yeah. But she's the villain in it, and she's also going through what so many of us go through, which is I can't relate to my parents. They're, they work too hard. They don't understand me. They don't love me. Yeah. She also felt like, which something that we all felt like, none of this fucking matters we all fucking die we all so she has that kind of not to spoil it. <laughs> not to spoil it but basically the the daughter um i guess in the in the other universes yeah right she's she's a villain she's a villain right and she's achieved this superpower where she can travel between the different verses freely and be able to obtain all these different different skills, mm -hmm. right? And because she's able to do that so freely, so easily, and she's lived so many lives and she's seen so many versions of herself, that she realizes that like none of it is none of it is significant. Mm -hmm. Like each life that she's lived is so insignificant, and so she's basically she's very jaded. Yeah, she's jaded. That's she's the become word. very jaded. You know where because something will happen to someone. And two things will happen. They'll either walk away feeling grateful for life. Yeah. Or they'll be like, yo, fuck this shit. It doesn't mean it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. And she took the the alternative route. It doesn't matter. And it really is a story of 
letting you know that yes, life has infinite possibilities and things don't matter, but they do because you're in this one and we're together in it and your actions do have outcomes. Yeah. You know, and it was very complicated, but simple. It was very simple. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the way they, they, they portrayed that concept was just... Very comical. Yeah, comical, but also like... There were very emotional moments too. Yeah, weren't you laughing then crying? Yeah. Didn't your didn't the whole theater cry? Oh, yeah, I was crying. <laughs> I was bawling. I heard like <laughs> sniffles everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like across the whole theater. And then you're all laughing oh, wow. together. It was like a a you it was like a group therapy session. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was really good. And then when you were while you were watching it, were you start thinking about like your own relationships, your own family, your own mom, right? Yeah. And, and then what did you think about? My main thing was not so much like my relationship with my mom, but it was more her relationship with her husband. Mm. Because she got to this point where like the main character, how, you know, she she lives this very ordinary life. She's not good at anything. She doesn't excel in anything. She's a very, I guess, like basic, non-accomplished person. But even through such a I, I guess insignificant life that she's led she said one thing where she was like god still sent me such a patient generous person to be my partner mm. which was her husband and i remember like i was holding eden's hand i was just like crying like because you felt like you were <laughs> yeah i was just like i can relate to that <laughs> um but um but yeah, yeah, it, it's all the different. Which part were you crying about? <laughs> the mother part, mother and daughter part. I, I think I was the first one to start crying in the theater because I knew what was I knew what was going on. I knew the dynamic. As soon as like, as soon as the movie started, I was like, oh, here we go, man. I feel this shit already. Oh, really? But um, something that stood out to me that I'm gonna relate back to the superpower thing. Like the, the was the. I feel that when I'm determined about something or if I'm stubborn about something, I don't give it up. Mm -hmm. Right. Facts. Right. And then it made me realize why did I settle for the level of communication that I have with my mom and my parents? Mm. Like it was, and then I realized it was never a priority for me. There are certain things that are priority for me, right? Like I'm going to make it in the music industry. I'm going to be a photographer. Yeah. And then I don't stop until nothing I, can stop me. Yeah. yeah. Nothing yeah. can stop me. I'm going to do it every day. Every, right. Yeah. But then it just broke me. I'm like, why did I not settle with those things? But then with my, my parents and also understanding now that like, yo, I'm more than happy to engage with people who are very near and dear to me. Uh huh. Why did I settle in that department? Mm. And it was just a very frustrating thing while watching. I was like, just kept asking myself. What? So did you figure it out? <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, but the movie was great. Um, you know, the movie touched on so many things. You know, you are worthy of love. You are, you know, you are unique in your own way. Every family is unique in their own way. And. And it's also, um, you know, the main character, she she learns to also travel through the different uh, timelines of her potential life, right? Because she was so insignificant in this life, she was able to see like, oh, what would have happened if I hadn't left with my 
husband. Husband is Dr. Slanjian. Oh, oh man, I would have been this like movie star, this martial arts crazy movie star. My life would have been amazing. And she was at first very envious of that, of that potential timeline, right? But even after seeing all the, like, it, it kind of teaches you, it's like, you know, you can't really dwell on the what ifs of life. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, you know, that was another lesson. So it's just like a movie full of so many important life lessons portrayed in a way that was like hilarious, emotional. Um, I've just never seen it done like that before. I don't think anyone could. That's definitely a movie where even if you read the script, you're like, how are you going to pull this off? Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think like the actors, when they first read it, they were probably like, what, the, what yeah the how are you gonna pull this off without it look like a like a complete joke yeah and like just what yeah, yeah yeah no it was it was very good yeah definitely go see it guys everything everywhere all at once yes you're you're in for it so good um but yeah no i, I, I would i do want to go back to your parents thing um have you talked to them since the dinner no, I haven't. I haven't. I've just created. A, do you know what Notion is? Like. Notion. So do you want ever? <laughs> Notion is like Evernote. <laughs> Evernote. It's like a. It's like an app for your phone or your, or for oh, your okay, uh, computer okay. no. where you write notes. No. Yeah. So I've just the most I've done right now is just started a note, and in my Notion is it's called Therapy Learnings, and I'm just writing. Writing things that as I'm thinking about them, and I feel like when I watch movies, especially. I have a lot of breakthroughs. Oh. Like, I have a lot of, um, I don't know if I can... So, is is it kind of like journal, you're journaling? Yeah, I'm kind of journaling, but it's not like a daily journal. It's just like, when I occur, when I come across these, these findings, then it's like, I write it down. Um, yeah, I'm not ready to share this yet, but... Okay, okay. <laughs> sure. Um... I also, while watching the movie, I realized that you love movies that have multiverses. <laughs> How many movies have multiverses? Doctor Strange, Spider-Man. I didn't really like Spider-Man that much. It's okay. Okay, stop. You guys. But who doesn't like Doctor Strange? You guys talk about multiverses all the time. No, like, I feel stop. like you just, like, love that. Like, that's, like, your type of movie. <laughs> I mean, because uh, there is a sci-fi component to it, and I yeah. think guys do like sci-fi type yeah, yeah. movies. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> He's like a multiverse kind of guy. <laughs> Fun fact of the day about so Derek. <laughs> it's gonna be my tombstone. <laughs> Lover of the multiverse, <laughs> from 1989 to 2000, whatever. <laughs> oh man, uh, when did you watch it? I watched it last Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. It was so interesting too. Like, most we watched it in a group of like seven of us. Oh shit! <laughs> what? That's so many people. Yeah, Asians real deep. No man. wonder the whole theater was crying. Yeah, the whole our whole theater was full. Oh wow! Yeah, well, that's because it's Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday, it's Tuesday. Um, but it was so interesting. Like, I cried. I think Wally cried. I think Andre maybe teared up a bit. But there were some girls that we were with. One girl fell asleep. One girl, oh. like, one girl was like, eh. I'm like, what? <laughs> Did we all watch the same movie? <laughs> Have you guys no soul? <laughs> I think it's... <sighs> yeah, it, it's... It was beautiful. It was so... 
It was really well done. It was really well done. It was really well done. Yeah. But I, I definitely did have to, like, I went home and I, I, I like, YouTubed. And the explanation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to n- understand if there was, like, a... Something you are missing? Yeah, something I was missing. Yeah, but for the most part... But but you know you know what it was, though, right? What? It was very obvious that um, there's a lot of absurdity in the movie. Mm-hmm an alternate world where humans have hot dogs for fingers. Yeah, yeah, Right? The whole premise of jumping between universes. Yeah. The, the f- everything bagel. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. The <laughs> fact that, you know, the the main villain, she, I guess, how do you explain the everything bagel? <sighs> it's like all of her emotions, all of her events, she put it all on, on a, a bagel. On, on a, she put it all on something and she realized it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And then the bagel itself became like this black hole that began. That would eventually like destroy her, I guess. She yeah. was trying to kill herself with that. I think hole. anyone who's been depressed yeah. relates to that bagel. Right. A lot. Right. Right. Where you just assess everything in your life and you're like, what the fuck does it matter? Yeah. Nothing life is keeps going. There's exactly. this happened. This person makes a decision. Da, 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 da. Nothing I do like matters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And. So that's the absurdity of the movie visually yes. with the the themes and what's happening, the action. And, and it relates to the absurdity of her husband. Mm-hmm. How this guy is so stupid and so dorky and but no matter what, he's filled with positivity and love and where the IRS is coming after us, but he's making them cookies and he's such... That is the parallel that they're making that it's all absurd. Yeah. It's all absurd. Right. But at the end of the day, it's still, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but that's the parallel. Right. His, his personality comes through in the, in the, the structure of the show. It's like they're mirroring each other. Right. Yeah. Oh man, I guess this is another spoiler. It's okay. I mean, we pretty uh, much you, you the can't, entire movie. Even if we spoil it, you can't understand it without yeah. watching it. Yeah, we're not. I don't think. I think we explained it the best we possibly could, but you have to watch it to experience it. But I also cried during the part where um, at the end, you know, when um, Joy, the daughter, wants to wants to run away, basically. Mm-hmm. And when the, they're out, when they're outside the laundromat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she chases after her. And she says, like, yes, like, even though, you know, all these, what did she say? She was like, everything is so insignificant, but I, I yeah, still choose Yeah, she said, everything to- is insignificant. You're not the perfect daughter. I'm not the perfect mom. But, but we're here, and I choose this life. Yeah. I choose to be here with you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had to drink that part, too. <laughs> yeah. That was the feeling that I had. So, if you remember back to the clip where... I said I had one happy thought with my family or yeah. one happy moment with my family. Yeah. That was it. That was the, you know what? This is all shitty, but, but fuck it. We're here together. I, I'm, I'm happy. I accept this family. I choose it. Right. But in, in the movie, it worked out. Mm. <laughs> in my timeline, another shitty thing just happened. I'm like, oh, okay, fuck this. There was a thought. There was a part where I thought about you at the very beginning of the movie um basically the daughter comes out and uh she's she she she's a lesbian 
um, and she wanted to bring her, her girlfriend to the party that they were having. But the mom introduces the girlfriend to the grandpa as her friend. Her friend, because she's like, oh, you know, like your grandpa's not going to accept that you're a lesbian, yeah, you know, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. And the daughter gets really upset and she she runs away. Right. And the mom chases after her and she says, wait, you know, and you can tell in the daughter's eyes when she turns around. She wants like, to hear. Yes. The, the, just say yes. what I want you to hear. Yes. And she's like, what? And she wants to. Exactly. Yeah, she right? wants the mom to like meet me halfway and just give me some connection. Yes. Give me some love I can work. Yes. With. And I thought about you yeah. at that point because I, was I like, broke into tears as soon as I, was, I knew that was. like, Yeah. And yeah. And, and the mom was like. You're getting fat. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, but that is such a, when she said that, it's like such an Asian parent thing. They will never say what you want to hear. Yeah. Right? And it's like, oh, it's so close. Yeah, it's like, so all close. I need is that. Oh, so God. close. <laughs> and I remember when we walked out of the theater, someone made the comment, oh, did you guys notice that they never said I love you once in it? Oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And they're like, yeah, that's so true for Asians. They, like Asian parents just don't say I love you. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll say a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but we'll never say I love you. We'll never say I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah. You know, I mean, we just don't get those words. Yeah. And it's weird because even though we don't say it every day. You know it's there. Yeah, it's so weird, eh? It's the, it's like the other things they say, like oh, wear more clothes, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. make sure you don't eat that late, yeah. or you know, like those little things. But it's always like a naggy, naggy thing. <laughs> yeah, Asian parents just have, or immigrant parents just have the worst execution when it comes to delivering uh, emotions. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, that was that was a really good movie. But I think if if it'd be interesting to watch it again because I feel like you pick up on things yeah yeah that you didn't the first time yeah but yeah no good recommendation i'm surprised i mean i see it a lot on tiktok okay not a lot but i do see tiktok clips promoting it i do see people's instagram stories promoting it but i'm surprised it's not getting more attention yeah right this is like uh yo pause the world everyone should watch this you know go heal yourself for this hour and a half yeah i mean i guess because it's not really like mainstream actors yeah i mean it, it's and the main character is uh the, the uh, michelle yo yeah michelle from yeah. from crazy rich asians she's an asian actor um <laughs> did you find the main character kind of look like jackie chan yeah when i when i <laughs> when i saw a, like a split second in the preview i thought it jackie chan was in this yeah i was like did they cgi jackie chan because like <laughs> but he's hilarious yeah no he's, he's, he's good and he looks really good when he cleans up did you know he is um uh, he was the kid in Indiana Jones. No, someone mentioned that. Yeah, he was also in the Goonies. Wow. Yeah, I saw it in an interview when I started YouTubing that ending. <laughs> but what I really did like, though, there was a moment in the scene um, in the movie where they used Michelle Yeoh's real life footage oh. of her being a real life movie star. She was in Crazy Rich Asians, the premi- like the, yeah, the yeah, red yeah, carpet, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I was like, I actually felt so proud of her. Yeah. I was like, for an Asian woman to come to America and yeah. who knows what she went through were the nights where she felt so insecure, wouldn't make it or being broke and couldn't pay the bills, but she she stuck it through and she became this icon for Asians. Yeah. Yeah. Even the guy, like the main character, he, so yeah, he, he was like a child actor. Mm-hmm. So he was in Indiana Jones, The Goonies, and he stopped acting. 
He was doing more like the background stuff. Uh-huh. And in his interview, he was saying like, because back when he was an actor, Asians just didn't get the same opportunities. Right. Right. But what changed his mind and what changed his mind to become an acting actor to get a, you know, a manager. A yeah. Was when he saw Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, He's like that movie put Asians on the board and he, he was just like I want to be part of that I want to be like that so he finally got a manager to like well so even though he was in movies as a kid as a kid he was just like after that there was nothing wow. there was nothing so he had to be like more of the background Wait, what did he do this whole time he did more like um not like producing but like just like behind the scenes stuff still film but not acting wow yeah but what encouraged him to come out and act again was crazy rich Asians and what's crazy is then he landed this like amazing role yeah which he which he played really well yeah and insanely well yeah no it was yeah it was so funny this it was just a this movie was so random too yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) it was so random but so poetic yeah it was really good i just wonder how people like think of that yeah i think they're high as fuck yeah 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 that that's what i was thinking the whole did you guys (laughs) were you guys high no I, i wasn't high Oh my god! But I think if you were high and you watched it, yeah. you would, you would need to be like, you need to pinch the person next to you and be like, "Are we watching? Is yeah, this yeah, really yeah. happening?" Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, "This would have been pretty crazy watching on like shrooms or something." Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we're so off topic. No, but that's that's kind of how I envisioned this episode going—the the threading between the. How dates, do we even talk about? Oh, the dates and then the superpower of communication. Oh, super- the movie, uh, movies, yeah. oh yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why you mentioned the superpower. <laughs> I just didn't know. I just I didn't know how to explain it all. <laughs> all right, let's wrap it up for today. How do we want to wrap this up? Uh, go definitely go watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. And then I guess, are you seeing your girl soon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're grabbing dinner tomorrow night. All right. Well, more on that next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. See you next week.